This is Christy Terrio, one of the lay ministers from Faith Lutheran Church in Elko, Nevada. <clears throat> Today, let's begin with a prayer. Almighty God, we thank you for planting us in us the seed of your word. By your Holy Spirit, help us to receive it with joy. Live according to it and grow in faith and hope and love. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. In the theme of today's gospel is let anyone with ears listen. And today's gospel reading is Matthew chapter 13, verses 1 through 9, and also verses 18 to 23. The parable of the sower. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Listen to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word at once and receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of his life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on the good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Let anyone with ears listen. 
Southern California is a maze of concrete freeways. Two lanes, four lanes, eight lanes, high occupancy vehicle lanes, special use lanes, bus lanes, peak hour reversible direction lanes, and more. A literal maze of concrete interconnecting over 8,000 square miles. Southern California drivers fear the radio announcement that a SIG alert has been issued on their route. A SIG alert is when there's a traffic incident that will tie up two or more lanes of a freeway for a couple of hours or longer. At these times, traffic comes to a complete standstill. There's great irony in being stopped on the freeway beneath a sign warning of a maximum speed of 65 miles per hour during a SIG alert. 65 inches per hour is more likely. During a SIG alert, some drivers become impatient. They honk, pound their fists on the dashboard, or even get out of their cars to try to see what's going on. However, more patient drivers, knowing that they are powerless to change the situation, might take note of their surroundings. And if they do so, they'll see that through the feet of concrete and rebar that make up the freeways, there are tiny cracks. Through those cracks, weeds and small flowers have somehow managed to take root and grow. Talk about a hostile ground. Today's gospel reading from Matthew is the familiar parable about the sower. The sower who indiscriminately sows seed in different types of ground and the relative success or lack thereof of that seed to take root, grow, flourish based on the soil type on which it falls. <clears throat> this is the first parable that appears in the Gospel of Matthew. The New Interpreter's Bible explains that the Greek word for parable is parable, spelled P-A-R-A-B-O-L-E, which simply means something cast beside something to explain or clarify. But it isn't quite that simple. In Jesus's parables, something from everyday life is cast beside something else, often in, an, in new and unexpected ways, to open the listener's heart to new truths that may have different meaning in different situations. Parables are not like Aesop's fables, that we can distill down to a one-line teaching that is applicable in all situations. The meanings are polyvalent, having more than one strain, and are often difficult to discern. But in today's Gospel reading, we are fortunate that Jesus actually provides an interpretation. This parable is one of the few times when Jesus explains what he means. From his explanation, we can ask ourselves, what type of ground do we provide, provide for God's seed? Is your heart like the path in today's parable? 
impenetrable to God's word? Are you like the hard concrete patch of freeway, impenetrable to the seed of God's love to break your surface and transform your gray exhausted stained face surface? <clears throat> Maybe you remember a time on your own spiritual journey when you were close to the Christian message. For everything there is a season, and from today's parable, we learn that God is an indiscriminate sower, always there with an infinite supply of seed, should the smallest crack appear in the surface of your heart. Or maybe your heart is on rocky ground. Maybe the word of God took root in your life at some time in the past, but then hard times came along and the ground became hostile for your faith growth. A young Episcopal widower tells a story about how, after the death of his spouse, a group of Christians from another worshiping community came to him. They assumed he was angry with God, blaming God, and ready to close off his heart. He remembers being a bit perplexed his experience was that God was there grieving deeply and sustaining, supporting, and holding him in the palm of God's hand. This man's seed of faith had been properly watered and nourished and had grown into a faith that sustained him during a very hard time. Maybe in your life you've come to a point where you've been angry at God, pointing a finger in blame. It's easy to do. Most of us don't navigate the freeway of life without hitting a major pothole or even coming across a bridge that has been washed out. But if we have been open to the word of God and have nourished that word in a worshiping community that proclaims a compassionate God of love, hard times become a greater opening for God's love to flourish and grow rather than faith-destroying obstacles. Maybe your heart is surrounded by thorns. Maybe you've heard the word of God, but the lure of all that secular world has to offer has diverted your spiritual journey, much like coming across a road closed or a detour sign on the freeway. You were on the right path, but earthly cares diverted you. There are obvious diversions, including wealth, power, addiction, and lust, but there are the not-so-obvious ones as well, such as complacency or self-pity, or even a preoccupation with good things like work and volunteer activities. To avoid diversion on our road of faith, we must make sure that all we do in this life branches from the stock of God's Word growing in our hearts. And finally, there are the lucky ones. Those followers of Christ who are open to the word of God understand and yield a great crop. Comparatively, it is like being stuck on the freeway during a sig alert next to a beautiful and lush park. You look from your vantage point at the poor flowers who have struggled to grow in the hostile environment of a crack in the cement 
and compare their experience to the experience of the trees, flowers, lush grasses, and shrubs growing on the adjacent ground. Those trees and shrubs never struggled, never felt the rush of a semi-truck over their surface. They were never choked by exhaust. For them, growth has been seamless. If your spiritual journey has been like that of a tree in the park, give thanks. You are fortunate. Pray for the flowers trying to grow through the freeway below. Be patient and help to nourish those other flowers in whatever way you can. This parable ends with Jesus saying, Let anyone with ears listen. Yes, from this parable, we can extrapolate that 75% of the seed will fall on ground that ultimately will not yield fruit. But we also learn that God is an indiscriminate sower, that God continues to cast seed regardless of the type of ground, and that ultimately, against the odds, God's seeds bear fruit and yields. And that is the good news. Let anyone with ears listen. And in closing, I'd like to share with you a song that I uh, haven't done in a very long time. And I think it fits in with what we've been talking about today. As the grains of wheat once scattered on the hill were gathered into one to become our bread, so may all your people from all the ends of earth be gathered into one in you. As this cup of blessing is shared within our midst, may we share the presence of your love. As the grains of wheat once scattered on the hill were gathered into one to become our bread, so may all your people from all the ends of earth be gathered into one in you. Take care and be safe.